We've got Kamish and Dix. We got everything you want, honey. We know the games. We're the people that can find whatever you may need. If you got the chumbo, honey, we got your disease. Hello, Sivon. That was big entrance out of nowhere. <laughs> I really want to hammer home the point of the song that this intro came from now. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I enjoyed it. I just sat back and just let the good times roll. Speaking of the good times roll... Um, oh. Yes, for, for both of us. Uh, yes, wonderful. I've uh, rebounded nicely. I'm now the highest scoring team in the league and also the most points against. So I've got a little sleep on sleeper. It puts a little, like, I think, like a thumbs up icon and like a poop icon next to me for obviously <laughs> scoring the most and being shot on the most. So Sleeper may actually be the greatest. It is pretty cool. And I think the priority ordering of... Sorry, we can't say priority ordering. Obviously, what level think that's something else. The, uh, I don't know, user-defined decision tree of how I'd like my waivers to be processed uh, may be a tipping point for some, as it is a shitter that you can't list yeah. multiple bids and, and stack them. It's really good. It, although it, it takes away your favourite kind of... I, I think of it as the commissioning, you know, like the widgeting, but the commissioning hour. Yes. Um, yeah. Wednesday morning between Eight waivers seven. being announced and, <laughs> and waivers actually coming through. Your favourite time to sift through who'd been bidded on. Obviously yeah. it produced goatee this week, but yeah. You know, that's that's been a staple as far back as I can remember. Uh, yeah, I do feel like it would be one of my great advantages, really. Yeah. Which yeah. Uh, you know, to be fair to you, yes, I think we've all forgotten about now, but you did tell us all how it works. Yes, I um, have shared the information. Um, and I mean, you, one thing, you certainly won't do it again. No, and one thing I guess, I still like the idea of it being a continuous waivers. So yes. that obviously every day, because most of the time when these massive injuries break or something, at that point it's basically quickest finger trigger. Quickest yeah. finger trigger? <laughs> I'm getting these wrong quite a lot. <laughs> like uh, running <laughs> running straight in, a, in a fast no, straight line. Straight in a fast line. Straight yeah. in a fast line, yeah. Um, it would, but, but I, I think because we're like WAB based or something, it makes like if someone breaks and say, I don't know, someone does his ACL on a Thursday practice session or something, it's basically who can get to the phones quicker. And on the most painfully slow NFL app, mm. I will be screaming as I'm waiting for the app to load. <laughs> oh, come on! I think you would have to make that change next year because it would yes, dictate yeah. how yeah. people use WAB. Yeah, yeah, well, not as soon as this year, but I think we also could, we couldn't do it because NFL didn't offer it. So if we were moving to sleeper and that was something that we'd done, I think next year we would move to always waivers. The only issue I find with that, I think, is that if there's technically never any free agents, I don't know what happens on Sunday pickups or something. You know, like if you suddenly need to pick somebody yeah. up on a game day and you're like, I can't because it's waivers aren't running. I guess Sunday would have to be free agent day. Possibly, but again, I don't know if that's... Or you could do that point, I suppose, where I could, I could manually change the settings each Sunday morning or something to oh, make it so that you can... Exactly. So, I don't know. Something to investigate. Anyway, we've digressed. Like, we've just... Whoa, we've gone off track. We should so be discussing week two, <laughs> yes. surely. Where, I, I wonder, where would you like to start, Toby? I don't know. I think I just thought the league on the whole, it feels very condensed now. I don't know if this is because I've just forgotten how last year went, but I really felt like after two weeks last year, it was basically like a bunch of two and O's and a bunch of O and twos. And maybe just a right, couple actually. in I the middle. I think it was a bunch of two and O's and a bunch of O and twos. This year, it um, really feels like there's just a lot of. And bear in mind, of the two and O's, Rich scored 84 this week. Yeah. Yeah. It's that... not like it's not like juggernauts. No. I mean, and what the heck? Haggis. Just. 57.92 is averaging 70 points a game. Yeah, yeah. Hagkiss looks potentially like the, the main struggler. Um, I don't want to pile on, but the Roach is 0-2 again. 
Yeah. <laughs> so it is, do you not think that's really interesting, though, that they are literally on the opposite ends of the same monster trade and appear to be the ones like they've both come out of it badly? You think, how, how could that happen? That's a great point. You know, they're really the offseason. I always find by that trade. I, I feel like with my points for Haggis, where I went over the Nick on like Nick and I did that podcast, and I was saying that his most successful no, years really really with that he drafted really board, well early on. His board is perfect, not for him. Yeah, and he obviously he, he usually hits his early picks and rides them. Although very I do well, think, you know, to give Haggis credit, Haggis has hit me up a number of times. He um, has a very nice and very, very tradable roster. I just think. This year also, everyone seems to be taking it a little bit yes, slower. Yes, definitely. We would have definitely. eased. I would have expected two, three, four deals by now, and yeah. there's been there's been nothing. Yet. I think everyone is showing a slightly more patient hand. I, it's not just patient. I I feel quite cagey about moving mine. I wonder if it's because. So obviously, if um, if we'd all kind of not traded, we all have similar ish boards, so you can kind of move two pieces around for one here. Whereas with it being you know, some are really top heavy, some are more spread out. It, maybe it's more difficult somehow to find a mesh. Yes. Yeah, I think the only, I think like people like Hikers, I guess, can find a mesh anywhere because, but if you need a receiver, I suppose you've got that massive depth. But yeah, every time I sort of have a cursory glance, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a look. I'm like, oh, I find it quite difficult because he's really top heavy teams. Like just mm -hmm. an example, I'm sure I'm saying like, Sol was hitting me up like, oh, do you want to do a trade or something? I'm like, I find it really difficult. He's obviously got this big monster stud so he doesn't want to trade. And I'm like looking for a receiver sort of in the intermediate between his like yeah. burners and between, I guess, AB, uh, somewhere like in that, in between that range. And there's just like no one there because a lot of these teams obviously are, are shaped so differently. So yeah, it has yeah. been, it does feel like a sort of more, it's like a cagey, everyone's waiting, I think, really. Yeah, I've, I've, I have had interest mainly for my, as again, just the way I drew it up, mainly for Henry and Mac have had some interest from out in the league. <laughs> and it, I just find it difficult to think like what I would allow them to go for. Yeah. Because with, especially for me with Tevin having gone down, I, I have nothing else behind them at running back. So I need to get a back bag. But then, you know, my receivers maybe haven't shown enough to some people. So just, just, I find it very, very difficult. No, but the, this, this is like the situation I think I always used to find myself in. Like, oh, fuck's sake, my big guys I thought were going to performing are like underperforming. So your receivers and like yeah. the guys that no one else wanted are now performing really well. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. everyone's a bit, and everyone's still a bit iffy on them. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, God damn it, I can't make a move anywhere. So yeah, yeah. no one's rating my guys. <laughs> yeah. Except, you know, you know you love Derek Henry. Yeah, except we, we know that, yeah. Yeah. But if, if we wanted to start with, um, I would say probably if uh, Jay versus Sol highlighted week one, I would say. Or even yeah. though we had Fuck You Kitch, maybe we had a double header this week, but I yeah. think Wadlow underplayed it a little. So I, I I, personally enjoyed Dollar Week more than anything else this week. It was a really good Dollar Week. I felt it was good effort on both sides to uh, to sort of ramp up the interest in it. Yeah, it was good. Finn's quips and one-liners, just like, ugh. He's really good. Me. He's really <laughs> such a good trash talk. He just turned him out of nowhere. Yeah, he he's is. like, oh, God, make me really hate myself. He's really good. <laughs> it really makes me happy ah. watching it. So it was nice to have a 42-point effort from a DST to... Uh... Holy cow. <laughs> uh, and that's, well, four and five now overall. If, if uh, When we meet again, probably week 11 or week 12 or something, which I think is one of my just insane bye weeks where I have no running backs. 
um, I could even the series. But it was a yeah. I think the the game itself wasn't the anticipation of the game was far better than the game itself. We were basically neck and neck throughout, which meant I always had the advantage because I had more people going later. Yeah. But you know, uh, you, I've got. Um, I'm obviously thrilled to be facing Dak and Zeke against Miami. Um, yeah, next week. That's, yeah. I think Finn has a, and he's not really had anything from Kittle yet either, has he? So, no, well, three three overturned scores. Yeah, so that could. Anyway, let's go a quick recap this week then in the Killcast Net Week. So Shoot. let's so uh, so yeah, I'll do work down. So yeah, it was uh, Jay and Ryan. Jay absent from the group all week. Uh, and then it really looked like he might be in trouble. And then Drew Brees like broke his hand basically and put up what minus points, negative zero point five or something. So how many did Jay win by in the end? Well, I think he won by enough. Even if you gave Ryan twenty for Brees, he still lost by ten. It would have had to been it have to been a thirty point performance from Brees to win. Okay, that's fair enough. So yeah, that's Jay took him out of nowhere after looking like a shit fart all the, all the world in trouble last week. Just over 110 again, sort of, I guess, doing J things. Could have been even bigger if Cooper Cup had not been down at the inch line. You think maybe slight worries for Chubb? I don't think so. I watched the game this morning and he got all the work out of a nice touchdown run. He had all the work. I think we always knew who was going to get all the work. I just wonder if there's real O-line issues clouding his ceiling. Yeah, I think maybe Cleveland in general. Yeah. Temper a little bit of expectations. I think it was meant to be an offensive juggernaut, wasn't it? And that offensive line <laughs> yeah, makes it difficult. You have to hit OBJ on a quick slant and he needs to house it, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I would be a little concerned as the trouble owner. Not, I think he's going to be, let's say, he's going to be a running back one regardless. But I think maybe I'd just be a little concerned uh, that he, he wasn't going to be that uber stud that Jay likes to build his teams up. Around. Yes, yeah, the Zeke, so to speak. Exactly that. Uh, Latavius, Latavius is well borderline cuttable now. I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, he's not going to cut him because he's a running back. Yeah, that's... He's unplayable. I think really until you see what. Yeah, that's a huge in. loss. I've not even really thought it's. It's often those ancillary pieces that. Are yeah, there so most. he had picked up Gio Bernard, who tallied the tallied tallied 13 yards. Carlos Hyde's the big win for him, I think, really, on his bench. He can, I think he can, he yeah. can push yeah. him instead of Latavius and he's going to get 15 20 carries, as we've seen. Yeah. And Rashad Penny sighting with Chris Carson fumbling twice. So maybe there's a... It's true, but I think of Penny's 60 yards, something like 55 of them were on one play. Oh, when he must have... Picked, think... Did he pick up Darwin Thompson last week when uh, Haggis dropped him? Uh, I believe so. We've got, yeah. what, Damian Williams injured and Shady banged up, so... Yeah, Jay. And Zach Ertz on his bench, obviously, with a sort of rebound game, 72 yards and a two-point conversion. Who he wants rid of. I will imagine he'll get rid of him. And in fact, I, I guess he's pestering HDC, who seems the most tight end in trouble at the moment. Yeah. Um, especially because uh, he's given him gifts before. Yeah, and it, does, it does really does look like it's going to be Cook, Cooks and Ertz, doesn't it? You can just see it because... Yeah. J- Jail will say to HDC, look, man, you've got Gazelle Williams on your bench now. He's a <laughs> wide receiver one in Oakland. He's And then Heinle will be like, yeah, you know what? I've been selling him as a wide receiver two to everyone, so I'll just play him as a wide receiver two. <laughs> and then he'll trade the best receiver in like an elite offense away. If um, I'm entirely honest, I don't hate that for HTC. No, I know. I hate these ones that sort of make sense and they're gross, but it really like... Yeah. I guess Jay would have turned a profit or could he have just taken Cooks? <laughs> when did he take I honestly it? don't know. I think it was the fourth, wasn't it? Um, I feel like they were around the same I'm really sure they were pretty good. Yeah, like it almost 
it could have been easy each of them had just drafted those people. Yeah. I feel like that would be a fair deal if that happened. But was, is Jay going to roll out? Is he of the I can't play cup and cooks mindset? True. Ridley did well from anyway. So it's a very nice rebound uh, for Jay, even if Goskowski missed two PATs. <laughs> like his mentor, Adam Vinatieri. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Todd Gurley got a rushing touchdown in this game, at least. Um, but still confirmed, Major, uh, major yeah. concerns now. Whereas, whereas I was playing the narrative card of, I thought they would just, at worst, be whoever was in on the drive, got to punch it in. But this is oh, very no. much like, if we get down to the goal line, I think uh, he's, uh, he's coming out. Malcolm Brown's going in. Yes, not great. I mean, he uh, he ran well. Yeah. And he, he was probably a little bit more involved in the passing game this time. But, again, I think that would be the... You know, when you say we're a, we're, we're a lot more even this year, I think every... Yeah. Every team you look at it and you think, ooh, don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Hawkinson, only seven yards after his big free agent oh, acquisition. Boyd over 100. Yep. Dig Sage's day of the touchdown, I suppose. Boyd really looked good as well, by the way. Yeah, they're like Boyd 12 targets, didn't they, or something. So I yeah. think Bengals, the Bengals in general are, you know, the people who, yeah, invest, like the people who invested in it, like, well played. Apart from their bell cow running back. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> On the perimeter, we have the passing game yeah. of Cincinnati, I guess, and, and any part yeah. of Baltimore. If you invested in those, you've done all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, TY, another TD. Again, know, just I, for I, those of you who listened to the pod last week, you'll remember me saying uh, that they uh, Frank Reich, the third Reich, um, had been looking at ways of getting TY more scores from the red zone. That was another play designed for him from inside the five. I'd be using that to sell him. <laughs> Two weeks in a row you're going to sell him? Yeah, I'd still be selling. Uh, even better now because his value is higher because if we've got Dickens saying, oh, he's going to be focused in the red zone based on coach speak, I'd be like, yeah, I'm selling that. I like to watch. I'd sell that news. Sell the news. Sell the... What do you call it? Sell the... Do you sell the news? You buy, buy the, the uh, high hype. Buy the hype, sell, sell the news. Yeah. Um, right, so Unicorn and Wasters. And yeah, <laughs> he had to put up with a lot of memeage of Sol <laughs> or whatever, Unicorn Wasters getting hurdles, naked, Saquon, Naquan. Quite <laughs> close. Um, quite quiet, I guess. Went on holiday and uh, managed to get a win. Was it? The, Sent the mashed potato gift this It was morning. the OBJ TD, really, wasn't it, that did it? Be about that, yeah. I think there were about 12 points in the game. That was probably worth more than 12. Oh, no, yeah. 10, point, ten point victory. Yeah, he got that a goose egg from Injoku and Sol got a zero from Djax. So, so potentially, um, potentially, this is where um, Jay would look to go with Ertz as well. Yeah, it's where I would look to go with Vance after a two touchdown game if Hunter Henry hadn't just snapped his knee. <laughs> <laughs> Devonte Freeman, I guess, sixty-four total yards this game. He had a nice like catch and run where he looked his old self, but he's just not getting it. <laughs> He's really not no. getting the ball. It is um, a real worry. That's a real worry. And Cam is a real. In fact, Cam is like benchable. I think Cam's probably, droppable. I, I would. Drop I just him. don't think. I just don't think he would drop him. So I'm saying, at the very least, you're not playing it until you've seen him. Would you? As it, so you've always been much more of a Cam believer than me. Um, would you drop him? Depending on who was on the wire, I'd drop him, and what my bench was like. Like I'd probably drop Traquan Smith if I'm honest, my man. 
because he's dead now. Yeah, oh, no, of course, yeah. And I'd probably drop Moncrief because he's probably going to be dead. Yeah, there's two, there's two droppable pieces. So I'd, right. Yeah, so I'd drop those instead and then sort of just hang on to Cam because you never know. You might be able to sell him to me. Here's, a, here's <laughs> one for the um, kind of Nick Wadlow analytics guys, though. So everyone lauded um, Ant's draft as uh, kind of anti-fragile because of the... Uh, the receivers he took, but you've got to look now. He took three receivers. One of them's out for seven weeks. The other one just lost their quarterback. You know, it's a little concerning again for Ant. I think yeah, Ant yeah. is in, you know, he's got Austin Eckler who's fired for him and that's kind of kept him afloat really. Yeah. Austin There's, Eckler and John Ross. Think and John Ross and, and Beckham obviously. Yeah. But Mike Thomas is now a, a big hit. He's a, yeah, he's a real concern. And Tyreek Hill obviously out for the yep. foreseeable, so it's there is certainly cause for concern. Although he can, you know, he put up ninety six points without any really outrageous performances from anywhere. Well, he got including a zero and eleven from QB. He got forty from his wide and yeah, but I mean twenty no, for that's, Beckham isn't that's it? done the bulk of the damage. Yeah, um, for the unicorn twenty five for Russ Wilson. Only six for Kamara, who again is going to be a concern now. In with a, although you think he's probably the the most likely to continue putting up numbers based on he doesn't really need the QB that much to hit him downfield, so to speak. I don't know, you know. I don't. I really. It's all. It's always going to be hit. Like it's a, basically it's a smaller pie now, but he's still going to have the large pieces. Yeah, I'm not. I'm honestly not sure. I'm, I feel I'd like really, actually, I, I I would like them to. Put, lean on um, the run. Well, and lean on t- Taysom Hill packages. I think they should like 15, 20 plays or something. Just, you know, have, <laughs> I love it. have the Taysom Hill in there. With... <laughs> love it. I generally think they need to do something like that, don't they? If they have Taysom in for like two, three drives a game or something, he's shown he can throw the ball and he's, you know, they run him like he's Tebow. So if he was listed as anything other than a quarterback, I would yeah, so exactly. be starting him next week. <laughs> <One hundred. laughs> you know no how much that. I love that. I really think they should. Uh, they could do worse than that. Maybe even just fucking giving the keys of the offense and take none <laughs> and do it like a running like a Lamar Jackson offense. Love it. Drop Michael Thomas now, and because Taysom Hill's getting the keys. <laughs> Saquon. Uh, <laughs> Saquon was good for him. Twenty points. He, he's opened awesome. Up. Honestly, he's he is freak. so good. He is so good. He's uh, he's the best running back in the league. Um. Yeah, DJ, I think. I think it's not even close. And left, you think? Yeah, yeah I think he's... it's not even close. Saquon Barkley's the best running back. So he can do one. everything, and he is can do everything he's really well. Unreal, <laughs> he's unreal. He's, um, he's just so good. They they continue, by the way, the Giants to on like third and fourth and one, just keep running rollouts with Eli Manning instead of just giving it Saquon. So would you reckon it's, it's uh, Daniel Jones now? Well, he kind of didn't commit, did he? Yeah. The, uh... And even when pushed afterwards, he was like, you do realise you're not committing and this is yeah. going to cause, you know, a country. And he went, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. From I don't what, know whether from, I like that or from not. From what from... I can tell, he has wanted to make the change for a while, but only yeah, ownership so. won't because they just love Eli, basically, and the building loves Eli or something. So maybe yeah. he's might, like, trying to force the hand, I suppose, really saying that. Yeah. But to know. be fair, Eli has genuinely not been that bad in both games. I've not, I've not watched him enough to. Comment. In the Cowboys game, either I played pretty well. Did he? Yeah, it's a bad play calling. 
so Djax with a zero for him, I guess, left injured, which will be a concern because it's like a soft tissue injury, isn't it? So he's probably going to miss a game or yeah. two. Antonio Brown. Is that a concern early. for him? Because he can just roll Miko Harmon. He can pull in Miko Harmon, yes. Or John Brown. So he can pull in any uh, number Brown. of... Oh, he didn't even start John Brown. No, pull in any number of speedsters in. Um, <laughs> Antonio Brown fed early, got his score, but then... I don't know. I sort of feel like the commissioner exemplist is inevitable at this rate with the stuff that's coming out. Wrongdoing or not, it feels like there's now, there's now, bad, pre- there's now bad press on the shield, isn't there? Well, the same way it always happens before. Now people, you know, everyone's found out. They've probably known for the longest time, but now they're in the court of public opinion, aren't they? So, Yeah, I mean, he, he played the wrong tight end this week. He should have gone with his boy, Tyler Eifert. Yeah, yeah. Hooper only 34 yards, Eifert with the score. Hollywood Brown, 86 receiving yards on like 13. That was a good 86 receiving 13, yards. That was a really promising. Yeah. yeah. A the, really when, promising. When Lamar hit him deep at the end, sort of sealed the game, that was a ridiculous throw and catch on the sideline. Yeah, Lamar looked really, really good. Um, Brett Mayer, his leg was, again, not much of one land, seven points. No. Uh, better available on the wire. Uh, mainly because the, I don't Cowboys know, I would keep... so, the Cowboys seem so efficient. He's just mainly going to be kicking PATs, I feel. <laughs> You, but that usually does work out. But it does, so yeah. Like the when, kicker in the high when the Rams were, yeah. would just keep rolling him. And they've got, again, Miami this yeah, week. Yeah, you're not going to so. bench him against Miami at home, are you? So, no. Even if, you can, no. even if it's seven or from seven PATs. Yeah. And Vikings, You'd imagine there will be a field goal attempt yeah. at some point. And the Vikings, he's still rostering two defences. And he played the wrong one. The Rams got ten. Yeah. But, the, I mean, he played a defence against... The Packers on the road. Mm. Yeah, I'm not so sure on that one. So yeah, but, but me, Cole Harden on the bench. You can pull him in, and John Brown. So again, he he has speed receiver depth coming out of his ears. Yeah, he does. He's, it, Antonio changes that whole thing though, because when it's Antonio and then two of five <laughs> speedsters, it looks great. Right, catch twenty two and. Uh, I think he's renamed himself this week to the West Brom Bugs. Yes, a name change. Uh, who's that to play? Is that that must be playing against? He Dant, must be playing against Dant. It seems like a dreadful. Yes, name. he is. I've just checked. Uh, it's going up against the Wasters, isn't it? I guess he's in the Empire of Insects, is he? He is also yes. Yeah, I guess. So I don't know. You know, baggies, bugs. buggies. Buggies, the buggies. Yeah. It's not the most catchy, but I, I think it's a. Uh, He's playing his part. It's not terrible. Yeah, he's playing his um, part. A close win in the... As Ashton... he did in this game. Yeah. Um, man, I really thought Kitch was going to get this one, to be fair. And then I think it just started peeling away from... He played Cairo Santos. Man, just don't play Tennessee players in general outside of Derrick Henry, I think. is probably, <laughs> it's probably yeah. a life lesson. Uh, you know what he's done, by the way, the West Brom Bugs? He's taken a leaf out of the commissioner's book. Who went Tottenham heavy against at uh, Arsenal? You you kind of you went against the football team with all your Spurs stuff. So he's kind of rivaled the Wasters by going West Brom. To be honest, when I was looking at, it, I thought it was Ryan. I don't know why. Now that it's Roach, he's kept <laughs> his uh, he's kept his bug part, and that's enough name and so yeah, isn't it? Yeah, when when Bulio took his screen yard to the house, I kind of thought that might be it for Kitchen enough to put him over the top. I love Julio Jones so much. Do you know how many times I've watched highlights of all of his tackles? He could be a safety in this league. His tackles are unreal. There was one on like a a bomb to him in a Cowboys game 
where he sees like the ball goes over his head and you there's like a close-up of his eyes and you see the ball airmailing him and about to go to the Cowboys safety, Jeff Heath, and he just drills him and forces the incompletion. It's beautiful. <laughs> and you know, just a football player. What's the one where um, he was like miles behind on a pick? And get made up like eighty. Oh yeah, tracked yards. him down. Like, yeah. Oh, I love Julio so much. He, he may be my favourite football player. Just an alpha. He is a proper alpha. He's a finely tuned athletic machine. He's wonderful, wonderful. Anyway, sorry. I love that Mohamed Sanu was celebrating when Julio was fifty-one yards out on that screen. <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> up in the air celebrating touchdown because like he is gone. Buddy. <laughs> yeah. What is he? Twenty-nine now. I think twenty-nine or thirty. Yeah. So he's over the age apex, as I'm sure Kitch knows in his dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's still like the fastest guy on the field. And the 25, from, 25 from Brady, which was a huge pickup for Kitch now, basically. Especially if you look at the Patriots' next five, six games or something. Like, yeah, he's waltzed into what's looking like a. a that was QB a really, one. really good pickup, but that was a smart, be ahead of the game pickup. Um, Gallup, like 68 receiving yards, but obviously he's injured for a couple of weeks now, or a month, two to four weeks. Waller, I season, don't think it's terrible for him, though. Metcalf's, Metcalf and Gallup have kind of been the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, can plug, yeah you can plug in Metcalf. Yeah, not too bad. That's uh, a down for a tight end. Another, yeah, it is. If you see three yards as your floor, you're fine. Le'Veon Bell, over 100 all-purpose, but a fumble. But he got Texas all the work again. Okay. Again, I think Le'Veon Bell has exactly been exactly as advertised. And that was with yeah. the worst quarterback situation that oh could God. ever and, But now it has, it's literally got worse now because it, it was a foreseeable future. It got worse Kevin two plays Holt. into the game though. So oh, again, broken leg. Ooh. Yes, not great. Uh, but that's, that was his game with Kevin Falk. So again, I think you're okay with that. What is concerning is 1.7 points followed by 2.7 points for Joe Mixon. Yeah, that is not great. I mean, the the previous game, he got injured, didn't he? Yeah. This one, they just... I mean, they were down, which looks like they may be a fair amount of the time, and just didn't bother with him. Mix so one is a little... Po- D, D will possibly hurt as well, so... It can get... Um, feels like it... Yeah, outside of, I guess, the Bulio now, it's feeling like it's lacking some upside. I guess Brady's cut some of that off a bit. And helped, but if D Will's hurt and Mixon is Brady has the Jets well, next game as well. Um that'd be nice. Yes. I don't, don't know. Oh and two and I'm not ready to just the panic alarms just yet. But uh, I think Moss went three, off for twenty one on his bench. Uh, a little upset for him. But I guess who was he gonna bench? I guess he yeah. could think that maybe Mixon Mixon's injured and I'm not playing him, but we had Mostert was just one of three or four in the day, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he had no idea. Uh, for Wadlow, another quiet Mayfield outing, only 15 points. Yeah. So a relatively high true. draft pick, and it's 9.4 and 15 for Baker so far. And only 53 yards from scoreless yards from McCaffrey. I mean, that's so basically his, kind game, of his dream game was scenario by, in a way for Wadlow to win on a McCaffrey down. Yeah. So Aaron Jones sort of work bell cow breakout game, 21 points. Chris Godwin, Tampa Bay's. Number one, numero uno, primo, alpha, receiver, <laughs> yep. with 121 and a score on a career high in targets and yards for him. And Breeder, 121 yards rushing. Yeah. 
13 points. Robbie Gould, he had that really nice when you see the double digit scores for a kicker and defense <laughs> at the bottom. It's a nice, uh, the 12 oh, yeah, for defense, nice. 11 for kicker, and the 13 for flex. It's a yeah, nice 23. Another goose, egg, another goose egg for tight end. <laughs> That's like three this week. <laughs> yeah, after we, we uh, waxed lyrical about him last week, yeah. and you were all over all your late round tight ends. I was, yeah. Well, maybe then Jay could potentially offer Ertz for someone like, I don't know, Golladay? It certainly looks a much better week to be selling Ertz than last week did. Yeah. Um, I think Lockett was fed this week. After one target last week, Lockett had had, um, 12 targets. Yeah. We do have to be careful not to be too um, results-biased because, again, they're basically... Robbie Gould over Cairo Santos away from Kitch having won this. You know, they're, they're that close. Kind of. Yeah. Not quite, but pretty pretty much that's the difference. Seven-point difference, six points between the special teams. You know, 23 from the special teams is a pretty good outing. Yeah. Lots uh, going so on. Two and two, two and oh, Wadlow again. He continues over a hundred again. Yeah, two wins again. God damn it! It's upsetting. Yeah, it's becoming less and less a statistical anomaly and more just like the norm. Yes, it's not what I wanted to see. Gross. Bush League Johnson, fifty-seven point nine two <laughs> points, twenty-first and Hein. Concerns. Triple, triple digits over a hundred for uh, Hein. Real concerns. Yeah, I thought he threw a lot of picks. Three picks for Matt Ryan. You don't see that very often. You do not. Three scores as well. But uh, yeah, 20 points from his QB. Carry on got his outside of the 20 TD, just as HGC drew up. He did. James he did White got a game-saving score right at the end. Yeah. Um, I feel good about having 40... called a uh, down week from, from his receivers with only 14 points from Hopkins and Adams. Yeah. Noah Fant, who he plugged in after I tried to sell him... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Try selling Vernon Davis. Picked up Vernon Davis for a wab, thinking, "Ah, I can flip him to HTC because Reed's in that." <laughs> and he's like, "I'm not doing it because it basically said because Dickens." And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, well, no, you." He basically thought I was conspiring against you again. Oh, really? I, I can... He thought I was conspiring. He thought I was conspiring against him. I can and that it honestly you, say and therefore... there was none of this. There was <laughs> so no conspiracy. Was like, this time. Dick, Dick said, "You know, he just said, yeah, he's playing." So you dropped him. <laughs> I said, "Maybe check with the more." You know, legitimate source. Yeah. Uh, you know I don't check any news. I just kind of gamble on how I feel. Uh, he Hein also had another nice sort of flex kicker defense all over. Oh, all he did, yeah. That's Thir- lovely. 13-13-13. So that's, uh, that's nice. That is lovely. Cooks the touchdown. I thought it was Bobby Woods, to be fair. It was a really nice thrown catch. It was about... It's almost point-blank range, that Cooks touchdown. I was very impressed with that. Yeah, lovely throw and catch. Look at it in there. So, but Haikis, let's... Uh, I guess, sorry, and HSC's um, bench, he does have Manny Sanders, who somehow is rejuvenated off his fresh Achilles. Yeah. He, he looks really good. 14.6 and 17.8. Uh, 13 targets this week. He is wide receiver three on the year, and he's doing it with volume and touchdowns. Yeah. Better week for Curtis Samuel as well. Yeah. And, and, uh, and the Gazelle Pyro, still looks Pyro. playable. Yeah, the Gazelle is double digits each week. Lindsay, um, not great. No, I think Lindsay's a bit of Corgan because um, Royce Freeman was like six or seven targets something in the end of the eight. I'm like, he was sort of fed in the air. Yeah. So 
So I think there might be sort of transition to Lindsay just becoming the complementary player there. Possibly so. I mean, you, and, then, it, and then riding Freeman. I wouldn't feel great about just having James White and Kerry on as my backs. So no, that is a concern. Um, Kyler Murray is a good performance against Baltimore, really. Yeah, um, three hundred fifty scoreless yards. I think these were a really tough opening. To be fair, yeah, Detroit want to play at one mile an hour, stingy, and then on the road to Baltimore, he now gets to come home for Carolina and Seattle which should be high-scoring yeah. games for more points. And then, I guess, at Cincinnati, who have been having trouble stopping anyone, and then comes back home and having Atlanta at home. And then the Giants. So, I think at least there's a run now, maybe, where yeah. he might be getting some Murray Big Weeks, which you could sort of parlay into a sale somewhere. He feels more likely to get you a 40 or a 50 than Matt Ryan, doesn't he? Yeah. But um, also more likely to get you a 4 or a 5. So, Bush Johnson. Yeah. Let's pick the bones out. So a 19 from Goff, which was better than Jameis's 13. So right decision there. Yeah. 23 rushing yards from Shady McCoy. I assume he left injured or they just didn't need him because it was against Oakland. Yep, I think probably a bit um, of both. 67 yards for Carson, but fumbled lo- twice, lost one. Yeah. 19 receiving yards for Josh Gordon, who basically feels killed by AB. So he could really be really, doing with an really AB does. suspension. Yeah. Um, 75 yards for Thielen, which feels probably flourish for him. Isn't yeah. He's a... A zero from OJ Howard, which is concerning now because he's playing like 85 or, you know, yeah. he's setting career highs in snaps, play the game, but he's just, the, his additional snaps, he was like a, what, a 60% player last year, yeah. a 55% yeah. player. He's playing 25% more snaps this year, but he's just blocking in them. Yeah. <laughs> just playing him in like fullback and, and pass set. It's a concern so, for OJ Howard. Like, I think anyone on the I'm still not out, outside I'm still not out on him. Yeah, I'm still not out on him Yeah, I think there's probably some better things to come in Tampa. I guess by lows maybe or not, but... Yeah, I... Another one who maybe uh, Jay could try and sell. Yeah, if I was like this, I wouldn't be doing that. I have to say, I would be sticking with OJ. Uh, Amari Cooper, only 44 in a score. I thought it might be a bit bigger, but Miami coming up at home again. He's looking like a weekly locked in low end one, really, isn't he? Yeah, Amari. Absolutely. A guy I really wanted in the offseason. Uh, kicker and defense, just that annoying single digits, four and six. So, I mean, there just was no ceiling whatsoever this week, and a disgusting floor was shown. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely fair. Alshon hurt as well. Yeah, Alshon injury hurt. Mike Evan, Mike, sorry, Mike Williams didn't, didn't end up playing. He was meant to be like a game time decision yeah. or something. He ended up putting I think up he looks pretty much yards. every week startable now. Yeah. Uh, Ingram hurt his back, so I think Justice Hill potentially could have a window for some more carries or something. If they... Well, especially as. Um... He probably looks like the best pass catching back, and yeah, and he looked when he catches the ball, it just looks rapid when he's running. Yeah, and they're up against KC this week, so potentially yeah. the first time they'll actually face some adverse game script. So I think you know if you're going to see what Justice Hill can do, it's probably going to be in a game like this. Yeah, I do expect better weeks for high gifts. Wow. This was, I think this was just, this was just a culmination. I think of just what uh, everything went wrong. Yeah. I expect better weeks because, you know, they bloody better. But I also can't think of the last time he was ever 0-2. No, probably not. He's not sure he's ever been He's going to have to get busy. All right, so that brings us to Seabon and Zara Goffers zooting Zorro. Uh, the lowest scoring win of the week, 84.76 over 78.42. This means that the top six didn't win because... I think obviously Kitch and Finn both put up 96. Yeah. So we didn't have that nice top six, bottom six this week. Uh, 
Rich, I guess, for the first favourable schedule yeah. win. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and he did it with what, 17 points from like elite tight end Mark Andrews, it seems. He plays the other 15% of the snaps that OJ Howard leaves on there. <laughs> he just comes on for like <laughs> three plays a game and gets targeted nine so times. So he is he is uh, tight end one. He had nine targets last week. Um, he's gone, I believe he's, he's gone over 100 and a score over 100, both yeah, weeks. Over 100 and a score each week. That's tight crazy. End one. And, and now gets KC. So Crazy. Damn it. I feel like someone talked me out of him off season as well. It's probably you, damn it. I was all in on Baltimore and so many people talked me off. I mean, that is Andrew crazy. Was definitely the guy, he was definitely the guy I was looking for if I didn't get Vance. So it would have worked out better if I didn't get Vance. Two scores, though. No. Yeah. Let's not get upset about Vance. My boy! Yeah. Uh, James Connor, 10 points, but hurt. So apparently not a big deal. Hurt and... Potentially value hurt. What would Big Ben not do? And and obviously Big Ben going down to the Steelers in general. Ingram looks like he can have a bit of a monster year if he wants in this Ravens offense. Yeah, I agree. But he he obviously he, he hurt his back and yeah. didn't get a touchdown. And maybe the quietest game for Bobby Woods in a long time. Four points. Yeah. Josh Jacobs, hundred yards, and nothing from defense and kicker really. Bear Ben and Ravens just seven and five. Um, Larry Fitz, though, rejuvenated, yeah, yeah. over 100 yards, two straight weeks, catching 40-yard passes. He's caught four passes over 40 yards this year. Apparently, the last one he'd had before this season was 2015, and he only had one. He really looks fantastic. Yeah. He just looks honestly rejuvenated, like, yeah. like he's enjoying swan football. song. Yeah. Um, his bench, Devin Singletary, had a, a score... But left hurt, I think. I believe he did, yes. Miles Sanders, only 37 yards. David Montgomery got a That was much touchdown. more what you wanted to see from David Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah, they were sort of feeding him in yeah. up close. I think multiple attempts from the one to get in. So, again, his stable of backs continues know, uh, to give him some depth. DD, when I was talking to you about uh, my projections, you know, I, I feel like I, if we were keeping score, I'm like 4-0 and on you this week and in terms of things yeah, possibly. Boring. I can't remember any projections I made last week. Well, I, I, we had TY. I know you said DD. The TY yeah. one. We had, um, I said it would be Carlos High's backfield. Um, and I also said I would be concerned about DD. And you said no. Yeah, it seems to be DJ Chark is the and guy. That was exactly what I said. And you, were, you were not on it. Yeah, like if you think about it, if, you, if, if you'd have just picked up Carlos Hyde <laughs> then. And... I think Carlos Hyde was already owned, I believe, when we did the. Uh, the last Possibly, but um, but he wasn't there when he was first picked up, traded by the Texans. He sat on free agency for a good few days. True. A promising week for Robbie Anderson. <laughs> oh yeah, Christ, eighty-one yards, Jesus! <laughs> well, he's going to be catching passes from, I guess, me next week. So. <laughs> well, you've got the uh, got the arm to get it downfield. Yeah. So, only twelve points from Watson. I don't know. This feels like a floor week for Rich. For honest, eighty-five. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Very much. Um, so. So, uh, yeah, and he moves to 2 0 as he continues his ascent up the all time ranks, leaving behind the, the joke of the Hanoi Tigers. Um, over to Seabon then, 30 points from Mahomes. I mean, it's just starts an incredible really well second quarter. Yeah, and then uh, 80 yards and a score for Derrick Henry, 15 points. And then we start to go into the Ronald Jones experiment of nine yards. Yeah. Mike Evans, only 61 yards. Juju seems to be saving his day with maybe yardage points, 78 yards and 84 yards. Yeah, so I, you guess you hope that, I genuinely you would have hoped the touchdowns that. would come. I'm but. okay with that. Like, 
if I see the And we other, all know, to be fair, what the receivers do when they go to Seabon. They are allergic to where? <laughs> the end zone. The yeah. end zone. Like, so that's... They get to get they are zero so scores. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, four games, 240 minutes, receiver. 240 yeah. minutes, no, no touchdowns. Evan Engram, I thought this was going to be 89 targets for 640 <laughs> yards, uh, but it was eight targets for 48 I yards. I like Wallet, which was, I'm okay with 50 yards as a floor week. Yeah, but I mean, the Giants were rolling out Benny Fowler and they had no one, no Sterling Shepard, nobody. I think sometimes I really doesn't thought, help, though. And, I think it does. I think it's just a concentration of target. I was expecting I played him in DFS, man. It did not work out. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that, Brendan. I think... Uh, Marlon Mack, 20 carries, but only 51 yards. I'm sure you're okay with that also, because it's 20 carries. Yeah, I am. But the, he's Mack, Henry, Engram, Mahomes are kind of the, the building blocks that everything else will fit around ultimately. Butker only kicked four PATs and Cowboys incredibly disappointing, really. I thought their defense would be, you know, they were the streamer de jour for the first three weeks, really. They've only put up seven points and one point. They've been extraordinarily disappointing. The, the Cowboys yeah. have just, yeah, they've, they've let me down. Yeah. Oh, well, at least they get the perfect remedy in a home tilt against the Miami Dolphins. So, like, oh, can they put so, up 42 it, points? It just feels like regressions coming from Miami. Nobody is that bad three weeks in a row. What, they got three points so far? Uh, no, eight points so far. Oh, sorry, Miami offense, you mean? Not yeah, the Cowboys DFC. Miami offense. Uh, is it three? I thought they scored like 13 against the Ravens. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought it was like 59-13. Oh, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Either way, it's pretty gross. I, I could be wrong. I, I don't know. I hope so because I feel like I will need so, them to. Yeah. Pace with Z. This feels like a flaw, a flaw week as well. I suppose. I mean, I guess Pat Mahomes thirty points maybe not a flaw, but I feel like Mahomes is good. I, I think. I think on the whole, seventy-eight is probably this is the flaw. It was a flaw of Seabon flaw week versus a Rich flaw week, and Rich's flaw is just a little higher. I guess when you look at the two teams. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I had first I had one score outside of quarterback. Yeah, so that's never touchdowns win games. Yeah, that's that's it. Never touchdowns great. win games. And then, as well as that, he his special teams outscored mine by seven, and he beat me by six. Yeah. So. Yeah, Booker and Cowboys five points is really disappointing. Yeah. That's sort of where you feel the. But that's I can in a way like I, I'm obviously trying to sell myself the narrative. So I think this is where uh, when Wadlow was kind of like teasing me for crying about winning last time. I'm also I'm I'm never too disappointed with a loss if I can see some things. So yeah, I, you know I I think special teams are kind of so like your score. If we'll come on to your game now, like I'm, I wouldn't be getting too carried away with yours because you had forty odd from them and you've not got Miami next week. So you know it's uh, no, but I have got the Jets next week. Yeah, I get that. I get that. By the way, there'd probably be one. Although if you took yeah. away if you took away thirty points from the patch DST and just gave them like ten, I'm just, it's still hundred and five. It is, but hundred and five is not hundred and thirty five. Is there's some of that uh, analysis that Wadlow says is too expensive, even at the price we pay. One hundred and thirty five, you know, one hundred five is not one three five. Just that's exclusive for you here. There are some probably interesting things on my bench now, though. Um, Melvin, his return grows closer by the week. And Christian Kirk is startable. 
Press release dated 17th September 2019 at 7.32am for the attention of the Chumbocast hosts The Commish and The Man in the Tin Room from the office of the head coach, general manager, CEO, CFO and owner of Catch22, Nick Wadlow, SSC, BSC, MSCI and lifetime member of Tier 1. Two, the rabble in charge over at the Roaches. Message starts. Fuck you, Kitch. Message ends.